You're listening to Spice Radio, 1200 AM with Mankiran Ajala, and we are speaking to federal conservative leader Pierre Polyev, and we're going to talk about the drug crisis in BC. Mr. Polyev, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. Now, recently, as you know, BC started the pilot project in decriminalizing small amounts of certain drugs this week, and you believe the government's approach has failed, and you said it is a complete disaster. It is hell on earth, to quote you. Now, I want to get your thoughts on how recently BC Premier David Eby responded, not mentioning you directly, but he had a statement to make. He said on this issue, the goal is to save lives, to get between predatory drug dealers and people with serious addiction issues. We want to get between those with doctors and nurses, and so part of that is around our safe supply initiative, adding when you talk to parents who have lost a kid who thought they were taking party drugs at an event and end up taking fentanyl and dying. You understand how serious this issue is and how it crosses partisan lines and how we all need to work on solutions. I want to get your thoughts on his statement. Well, he, the NDP and Liberals want to, to legalize the party drugs that are killing young people, drugs like fentanyl, which will make them more available and easier for kids to get. Uh, I would also point out that drugs have effectively been legalized in Vancouver now for six years. That's when the city and the province, with the nod of favorability from the feds, said, don't enforce the law. And the police have not been arresting people for possession ever since that time. So the last six years, we have seen the results of this experiment, and it is hell on earth. Uh, It is uh, 30,000 people are dead across Canada. The worst place being, of course, Vancouver. In Vancouver, drug overdoses are up over 300%. Um, We just saw the most recent numbers for BC, 2,200 people dead. That is very close to the record from the year before. Um, Justin Trudeau and the NDP have played out their experiment for six years, it has been a tragedy. So what I propose is instead of flooding the streets with dangerous drugs, let's get people into treatment and recovery. Let's build more residential treatment units like they're doing in Alberta that allow for medical detox, medications to help people with symptoms of withdrawal and to reverse overdoses, counseling and separation from drug dealers and the drug uh, abusing uh, gangsters and let people have 90 to 120 days to get their lives back and get back on the street. We know it works in Alberta. They're bringing down the overdose rate because they're funding treatment centers instead of flooding the streets with drugs. And Mr. Polyev, you know, I've spoken to a number of advocates on this issue, and I will say that one common theme that I have heard is safe supply of drugs is key. Uh, For instance, Karen Ward, she consults for the city of Vancouver on drug policy, the overdose emergency, and the downtown east side. And she had said in a piece recently referring to drugs, she said, it is toxic, and because it is unregulated, it is unregulated because it is illicit, and it is murderous and negligent that the government refuses to address that directly. What is your view on the safe supply? Because we know that with COVID-19, we obviously saw there was more drugs that had more poisoning in it. And the fact is that there are going to be people who do do drugs and we want to ensure that we don't have more debt. So what do you make of that? Well, it depends what you mean when you're what, what it is you're supplying. I believe we should supply things like methadone, um, which uh, help re- replace the more dangerous drugs. I also believe that we should provide um, drugs that reverse the 
uh, overdoses uh, and bring people's breathing back. And uh, those things make sense to me. What doesn't make sense, though, is putting out powerful opioids onto the streets, which hard hardcore addicts will then resell because they're not even they're not strong enough. They, they resell them often to kids, and then they use the money to then go buy what they really want, which is fentanyl. And fentanyl is a hundred times more lethal than heroin, and that's what's killing people. So at the end of the day, the solution to give people their lives back is to get them into treatment and recovery so that they have drug-free lives. Otherwise, eventually, it doesn't matter how many re replacements or other kinds of drugs you give people, they will always, by necessity, go up the lethality ladder until they get the most lethal drugs and end their lives. And that's what's been happening in BC for the last six years. And I would encourage, frankly, the media to start broadening the people they talk to because the same advocates who take up all the airtime in our media are the ones that have advocated the approach that has been so lethal and so deadly over the last six years. Go talk to people who actually deliver frontline recovery and treatment services, and they will tell you that what Vancouver and BC have done over the last six years has been a disaster. I've spoken to people like from Mom Stop the Harm, and you're probably very familiar with them. These are mothers who have lost their kids to overdoses. But what would you say, right, for a parent who's in a situation where a kid just happens to go to a party and they take that drug for the first time and then they overdose? And that was for the fact that there wasn't a safe supply. What do you make of a situation like that? So do you think that, the, that, that, you think that the, the kids holding that party are going to go out and get a safe supply of opioids for their party? No, because they don't know it's poisonous, right? That, that's exactly, the issue. Exactly, exactly. And that's, that's what's been happening under the NDP liberal policy of easy access to drugs is that the drugs are so available that, that young people are getting their hands on them and dying. My approach is the opposite. We have to both tackle the supply of lethal and toxic drugs like fentanyl, but we also have to provide recovery and treatment for addicts. That Only that two-pronged approach will stop the kind of um, horrific story that you've just described and which has become so common under the NDP liberal approach in Vancouver over the last six years. And Mr. Polyev, as you know, this is a very complex issue. And do you think there's room for having recovery treatment programs as well as harm reduction? Can they go hand in hand? Well, so there, there's a whole range of things you can describe as harm reduction. I just mentioned a number of uh, things I believe that reduce harm that are very positive, like like using uh, methadone and other uh, drugs that reduce the pain of withdrawal that or that can reverse an overdose. That is all very positive. Can that go with a recovery and treatment policy? Absolutely. And that is exactly what we need to do. And if I could add one final piece to this, I think that this, all of this very expensive, these expensive actions that we have to take should be paid for by the pharmaceutical companies that originally flooded North America with these dangerous opioids by lying to our medical system, to our doctors and to our pharmacies in order to get people hooked. That's where this all started. They should be sued to kingdom come and they should be the ones to pay the price for this very cost for solving this very costly crisis that has emerged over the last six years.
Mm-hmm. Mr. Polyev, I want to thank you so much for your time. We really appreciate it. You take care. Great to be with you. Thank you very much. Thanks. Bye now. We just spoke to federal conservative leader Pierre Polyev on the drug crisis in B.C. And, of course, if you have any thoughts on this, give us a call, 604-280-1200. This is The Morning Buzz on Spice Radio, 1200 a.m.